Hi, welcome to Pivot and Thrive. This is your host, Kim Shea, and today is July 22nd, Thursday, July 22nd, 2021. Today I have somebody very interesting to speak to. Her name is Carol Soder, and she is a certified personal trainer and nutrition <laughs> coach. Yeah. She's a certified personal trainer, a weight loss specialist, and a nutrition coach. And she's retiring soon after 33 years in public education. And talk about mm-hmm. a pivot here. And she's changing <laughs> careers at the age of 55. She's pursuing her passion for fitness and healthy living. And she's helping women over 40 to shatter the stereotype of I guess, poor fitness we're going to talk about in aging Uh and to be in the best shape of their lives. So welcome, Carol, to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. And thanks for having me. Thank you. So tell me about your background. How did you get to where you are? Sure. So um, I am certified as a counselor. And um, I've been working in public education for 33 years. Um. And around the late 90s, I would say, um, I started to really become interested in, in fitness. Up until that point, I really hadn't done much in, ter- in terms of fitness. And um, so I would say, like around 1997, um, that, that was a defining moment in terms of my path from counseling to fitness. And that's because a, a neighbor at the time was someone who ran regularly in, in our neighborhood and she invited me along. And I thought, okay, you know, let me, let me give that a try. Never done running before. And um, I thought that this would be like a nice way to bond with my neighbor and try something new. Um. So we started running together and I just loved it. And believe me, I'm not fast. (laughs) Okay. So I didn't love it because, wow, look at, look at all these accomplishments. I just really enjoyed um, challenging myself in a new way and spending some time outside in nature. I found it to be very calming and being a counselor is super intense and taking on issues of others and really trying to help them, you know. So I needed that outlet, and I didn't even realize I needed that outlet until this, you know, sort of just presented itself. So so with that, you know, I, I've always kept sort of an open mindset of let me see, let me try. Um, I loved it. I, I almost became, you know, if you've seen the, the movie Forrest Gump, Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just <laughs> takes Get off. Running. And, yeah, that was me. Mine wow. is the beard. <laughs> so I just really enjoyed it because I realized this connection to a calming feeling of just, mm. you know, seeing how far I could go. So then I decided, you know, let me, let me try to do some races and never with intention to place in my age group or anything like that, but just for the experience of it. So I, I got into that for a while and then I thought, okay, I'm, I would love to run a marathon. Wow. And coincidentally, the, the school nurse at the time, and this is in 1999, 
Um, she was a runner and I said, gee, I've only done six miles. Do you think I could do it? She was like, absolutely. So I bought a book because this was like before we could do searches on Google. <laughs> and I was running with a, a disc man and a yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. no iTunes. So, um, okay. So I, I followed a, a written out plan and I was fortunate to get into the New York city marathon. It's so popular that, mm. you know, you don't just get in. It's a lottery and believe it or not, I got picked oh. and, um, I ran a marathon and, um, it was incredible. Wow. wow. It was life. It was life changing to be able to set a goal and challenge myself and, and do it. So I started running around 1997 and I ran the marathon in 1999. And um, so that sort of set me on my path of fitness where I was, I started to pay more attention to doing things fitness related and how it really helped me feel so calm and good and ease my anxiousness and, and all of sort of the stress of the day. So mm. it became sort of my medicine, if you will. I see. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's a real good mental health tool for you. Yes, absolutely. For sure. Hmm. That's great. So, Would you say it was meditative too? I mean, were you able to like, sh- wait, are absolutely. you shutting things out? Or are you ruminating about this client? Shutting that? things out. Nice. 100%. Yeah. And I really hadn't found that before. So I could get lost in just um, the environment and the beauty of where I was running or my music. And um, it was, it was just, it was awesome. So it's, it's sort of like really flipped a switch where I thought, okay, well, what else could I try? And I think when we keep an open mind, and we don't have a preconceived notion or expectation. Yeah. It takes the pressure off, right? So I, I didn't care if I was last or if I ran a 12-minute mile or an eight. I never tracked that or did drills to be quicker oh. or anything like that. Yeah, it was just about, let me let me try this. So I was working out at the Y, and I had a little friend group at the YMCA in my town, and they had decided they were going to do a triathlon. Oh, and I was like, okay, well, let me buy a bike and sign up for swim lessons. <laughs> I've got the running part. Gosh, that's amazing. But again, I just thought, I really want to see what this is like. And and mind you, I want to share with everyone, I was never an athletic person growing up. So, you know, people say, Oh, well, you know, you were not, no, I was actually that person who didn't get picked, you know, like, and, and it, and it, you know, listen, I, I had friends, but they knew I stunk. (laughs) 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 I really, I don't, I have two left feet. I'm not really very coordinated. Um, I don't get the rules easily of games. You know, I could, you know, so I really, I didn't play high school sports. Um, but I didn't care about that. I just wanted to try it and see what, what, what would this be like? So in, 
in 2004, another defining moment, I signed up for the race and swim lessons in the same week. (laughs) And I thought, as long as I can finish, wow, what what a thing for someone who doesn't even swim. Because I only, in our family, you know, we kind of, we did the doggy paddle and we'd ever, we weren't, we didn't do swim lessons. And I know kids do a lot of that today, but growing up, we would kind of just hang out in the water, float in the water. You know, I could do that, but I never learned, you know, the strokes, you know, breaststroke or freestyle. So I I did not know how to swim, Wow! but but I just thought, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try. What's the worst that could happen? I think, um, mindset is so critical. Sounds like it. I mean, you, right. You weren't setting a bar like I've got to be as good as this person. No, you're just out there to challenge yourself. You know what? That's it, and that's how I try to really go about life. As I always have a beginner's mindset. Mm, I like that. Yeah, because there's always something to learn, and Mm -hmm. I'm happy to to be a student. I think it's awesome to learn new things. So that's how I approached it. And so I, I found out that swimming, learning swimming for me was super difficult. Oh, it was hard. I had a lot of fear of the water and the breathing and, and not feeling in control. So, um, my swim coach, you know, I was not progressing. I could go to the wall, you know, from one end to, you know, of the pool and back. And I mm-hmm. needed to do 33 laps. For this race, it was an open swim, so half a mile in a lake. Mm-hmm. The equivalent of 33 laps in the pool. So, oh boy. Yeah. That's daunting. So I was getting nervous. I was getting nervous. Like, wow, I may not be able to uh, complete the swim. So one, one, afternoon and I will never ever forget this this moment my swim coach said okay I want you to swim there and back like you always do you know the two lap two laps and uh and then I just want you to go a little bit past the wall because I would do there and back and stop mm-hmm So, um, I went, he said, just do like two strokes past the wall after you do your two laps. And for some reason that was like a light bulb. Hmm. I was like, wow. Okay. I don't have to do anything more than two more strokes. And that day I did 15. Oh boy. That's impressive. Wow, you must have been so happy. <laughs> I was elated and that 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 just showed me that it was there all along. Mm. Right? It was yeah. there, but I was so afraid. Oh my gosh, I have to do 33. So when he changed my my mindset in that way of, "Hey, let's reframe this." two more strokes past your two laps. 
And then I'm a big believer in um, positive self-talk. I use that a lot to just help calm my mind and uh, sort of be your own cheerleader. So I thought, okay, two more, two more, two more. And um, I just kept going. And that's the strategy I used on race day to keep myself calm. So I was, I, I was able to really get a lot of momentum out of that, that mindset that he instilled in me. And coincidentally, I married him. (laughs) (laughs) So he's, he's been my coach ever since. Wow. That's a pretty cool story. I like that. Yes. That's how we met. That's how we met. Ah, that's awesome. So uh, yeah, you you just never know where opportunity awaits. No, you do not. No, you don't. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And I like that whole philosophy too, because like whenever somebody has something that is just a tremendous amount of work and they sit there yeah. and they look at it like, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do yeah. Just do this. Just focus on this one thing. Yes. Just get through today. Don't worry about the number of days. Just do today. And that's, I've never heard that applied to fitness where it's like, just do just a little bit more and then see what you can do. That was really great. It was brilliant. Yeah. So I've been applying that philosophy on my fitness journey. So I thought, okay, well now that I've done that and you know, that was kind of cool and I, I like it, but it is very time consuming to train for those types of things. Mm. Um, And I'm really not about medals and things like that. Um, I mean, it was cool. It's cool to do and get the medal, but you know what I'm saying? I'm just not driven to say, okay, can I like do it faster, do it better? I really just wanted to explore more. And, um, so from there, I kind of just stopped doing that and I became really interested in weight training. Um, something about, weight training and building muscle and making my body stronger was so appealing to me. And I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know how to approach it, but I just applied again, that philosophy of let me just do a little bit. I don't have to go in there thinking I'm going to be a, you know, a fitness model. Let me just learn how to, you know, work with some dumbbells. Let me, maybe I'll do a little personal training. Um, and I did. And, um, Another defining moment was a personal trainer that I worked with. Um, can I say her name? Yes, of course. Okay. Her name's Chrissy Moore. So I actually won some free personal training sessions with her. And um, she introduced me to... Um, weights and, and moving my body in a way that I never had in strength. And she also followed someone on Instagram that I just immediately fat, felt a connection with, which is Ashley Horner. And if you were to look up Ashley Horner, she's just like a badass lady. I was like, wow, look at this lady. Look at her. Look at this woman. She just, for me, it just completely encompasses strength and power and being fierce. Um, 
I love her grit. I love her posts. I love her muscle. And I'm like, you know, this is obviously I'm not going to be at her level, but she inspired me to, to push past and really get into it. So I, I started to hone in on my personal training with, with weights um, in like 2014, 2015. And I've, I've, progressed so much since that time, but it is my, um, activity of choice now in terms of fitness. I absolutely love weight training and I would love to inspire women to do more of it. I feel like oftentimes in the gym, the women are on the treadmills or Mm -hmm. they're taking classes, but they're not so much in there with the barbells and the weights I mean, definitely more so than it used to be, mm-hmm. but um, especially women of my age, right? I'm I'm turning fifty four, and I I just feel like this is such a fantastic way to take care of your body. So, with all of this, I thought, you know, with my counseling experience, I would love to apply that to fitness and nutrition those skills because they sort of overlap and marry in many ways, just like helping people and supporting people, but with their fitness and nutrition. So I decided to take all the courses and get certified. And here I am today, Mm. get getting ready to to change careers. I've I've started doing it part-time, but I will transition to full-time in June of 22, when I retire from public education. So um, really it's very smart. exciting, very exciting time. That's really smart that you have done that and got things ready instead of getting yes. to retirement. Like, now what am I going to do? So you got absolutely. The, you, got you know, out. I won't be retired, you know, officially till I'm in a coffin. Like I, I never move. I never stop moving. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I like to be busy and I want to be healthy and I want to, take care of my body because, you know, here's the thing. Um, What I've learned is, and I've been helping people with their nutrition and their fitness now for a few years. And, And the advice I would give to anyone who really needs a change is that no one is coming to save you. Mm, Good point. There's no doctor, there's no surgeon or pill that's going to save you. It, and I know it, it, it does seem sometimes like it's unfair, but we, we will always have to say no to things. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's the way life is. We can't have it all. It, it, you know, life involves trade-offs and we have to, there's no magic um, future where the only thing, you know, um, that is on your plate to take care of is your, your fitness and your health. We're always going to be juggling, Mm -hmm. you know, so you have to make the time. You have to make the time for health or you plan for a future of sickness. That's how I really believe. Um, That's how I live my life. And um, I want to help people find their, you know, find their their best health and wellness. It's never too late, never, ever too late to do so. 
That's a good point. And you sound like you are, you're modeling that. And so I like that. And I also, I was going to ask you, um, because with the running, a lot of people can't do that. They just, mm-hmm. like, there's, I couldn't do it um, mm-hmm. because of my knee, but weightlifting, you could do that pretty much, even if you're sitting in a chair. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've worked with many people who were, you know, my age and older who are starting at a, you know, at zero in terms of, you know, uh, weight training. Um, but everybody can do it. You know, it's, it's great. It's, it's so good for your body. It's like Botox for your body. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm living proof of it. You know, I feel so much younger than I am. And I'm in such better health than I was when I was in my 20s and 30s. So you've noticed a difference in your overall Oh, yes. Absolutely. I can do so much more and I take better care of myself now. And I think a big part of that is my family. You know, we all need motivation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then motivation is not always there internally. Sometimes it has to be external, you know, and um, everything I do is with them in mind. Oh, that's great. And I like that you can be a motivation for other people, right? Because that's Absolutely. what you're doing for people. You know what? Because you need that. that. Is, that's how I, I see myself. I really see myself as a motivator. Mm-hmm. I'm here to help you, you know, um, not quit. Because mm. I have to be a accountable t- to you. Yeah. Yeah. And we but- never want to give up. You know, and we don't... We don't need to strive for perfect. We strive for progress. Right. So that's always been my mindset. Like I don't like I, I'm 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 going to try something. I'll probably stink at it at first. I don't care. That's how we learn. Mm-hmm. I think people expect, oh, I should be doing this a certain way or I should be good at this already. No. It takes time to learn new skills and take on new habits. Yeah. I would think the only thing you would want to be worried about is if you're doing it incorrectly, that you would absolutely, absolutely. hurt yourself. Oh, absolutely. I think it's yeah. more of, you know, geo, I should be able to lift more or <laughs> not tire as easily. Well, it takes time. Yeah. You know, just be patient with yourself. We're, we're learning, we're a work in progress. Yeah. Oh, I think that's wonderful. How about like if somebody's got fibromyalgia or, pain or something? Is this something that they can do? Can they do weight? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Even there's a lot of um, things you can do even just with your body weight. You know, sometimes I work with people just on body weight at first and then progress from there. And a body weight workout is phenomenal. Mm. Yeah, because your body does weigh something. So it does. (laughs) (laughs) You can work with it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's something for everybody. There absolutely is. You know, even like with, like you said, with running, well, not everyone likes to run or can run, but, you know, walking, phenomenal. Yeah. So it really is. Okay. Mm hmm. 
How about nutrition? What are you seeing that's a common mistake that people are making with nutrition? Because I'd imagine you can't do this yeah. fitness stuff and then eat junk food. It's not going to be compatible. So absolutely. Goals. Yeah. Okay. So what are you seeing? Yeah. I'm seeing that a um, couple things. First of all, I think pe- people have forgotten about the importance of your portion sizes. So I think we're, we're eating too much mm-hmm. and our portion size is how we control calories. So I think we automatically eat too much um, or we're full, but keep eating. Cause it tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not mindful Yeah, that at about feeling like satisfied, we're actually full. So what, when I work with people, I actually work on these little habits like, um, you know, building a proper plate with lean proteins and smart carbs and greens, you know, a variety mm-hmm. um, and minimally processed foods. Um, I work with people about hydration. I think we're not hydrating enough. It's super important. Um, yeah, keeping our portion control, uh, in check. Um, and also I think people associate nutrition with depriving and you're not right. So Mm -hmm. I never feel deprived people, you know, I think have this mindset sometimes like, Oh, I'm going to work with a nutrition coach and she's going to make me eat salads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's simply not true. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about, it's about moderation, not elimination. We don't need to eliminate entire food groups to lose weight and be healthy. So these are all the things that I work with, you know, all of these skills, um, when I work with someone one-on-one, um, just changing a relationship with food. It's, it nourishes our body and keeps us healthy and strong. It's not a reward. Okay. Mm. We're not dogs. We don't need a a reward. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people, I mean, Hey, we like to have a treat and that's fine. Mm. So I like to, I like to, incorporate that in the big picture of what we're doing. Um, again, the relationship you have with food, you don't, you know, I, I know a lot of people that will do a killer workout and then go and have, you know, an excessive calorie meal as their reward, but you've just, you know, ruined everything you did. So that mindset, oh, I'm going to reward myself with fries and cheese and, rich, rich stuff. And, um, so those are the types of things that I see. Okay. With my clients that I'm helping them kind of look through a different lens of their relationship Mm. with food, portion control. Sometimes we eat mindlessly because we're bored. Yeah. Stressed. Which we've all, those are the types of things. Absolutely. And I, and Coming out of, yes, the pandemic, so many people have put on weight 
and hey, we were stuck in our houses. So I get it. No judgment. It, you know, we were, were stressed. We were stuck in the house it, ordering out and probably the most I, I spent during pandemic was on food. Mm. You know, uh, we were constantly, you know, it was, it was constantly either preparing meals or ordering out for months with my, my kids were home from college and, you know, so we, we definitely had some habits in that time that weren't, weren't great, but um, recognizing they weren't the best choices and moving on is, is what I'm about. Mm. You know, it's, okay. like I said, it's progress. It's not perfection. We're human. Life gets stressful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so then we just try to do better. Out. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Because that doesn't serve any purpose. Oh, that sounds really smart. Are you seeing yeah. obstacles that are particularly for women? Since I know that is kind of your focus, right? Is women. Are there obstacles that they have in particular that you're helping them to eliminate? I I am. You know what? I am finding that women are not prioritizing themselves because we are <laughs> givers by nature. <laughs> Same yeah. here. So we yeah. take on so much and we're at the bottom of the to-do list. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. trying to empower women to, like I said, to plan to make time for their health. Because if they're not healthy in mind and body, they're really then no good to anyone else that they're trying to help, whether it be at work or their family you know, um, and it took me a long time to come to this because I was guilty of that as well. Being a giver at in my career as a counselor, being a mom and a wife and a friend and always wanting to make sure that I d- was volunteering for whatever it, it was that my kids were involved in and getting housework done and doing things at work. And I wasn't prioritizing my health in the way that I do now. I make sure it's on the top of my to-do. And and people will say, well, how do you do that? And literally it's a habit. Like, how do you brush your teeth? Okay. I just do it. Yeah. I, I make sure I take a look at my week. What do I have coming? Uh, and where is going to be my time? Because it's me time. It's super mm-hmm. important. There's nothing selfish about it, but I think women were a lot of times feel guilt over that because, oh, gee, I could be home doing this or, yeah. but you need to get back to yourself. So that's, that's what I'm finding with women of all ages. Okay. Super that's busy and not prioritizing. Yeah. Their health. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, I know that's something I struggle with too, of course. But if I'm not here in ten years or twenty years because I didn't take care of right. myself, my family is going to feel disappointed and cheated because I checked out earlier than maybe I would have had I prioritized my health and spent a little bit of time. I think they would be very happy to say, "We're glad you took that half hour, hour, whatever you needed." to take care of yourself because you're still here. So it seems like a simple trade. 100% like you hit it right on the head. And um, 
that is what really fuels me is my children in particular, because I want to be an active parent their entire lives. Mm. You know, uh, of course, barring anything, God forbid, (laughs) unforeseen, I will do my part to stay active and healthy. And I want to be in their lives and I don't want to be on the sidelines. Right. So I want, and for, as an example, something that really motivates me is my son. My son is 21 and he really enjoys weightlifting as do I. So now here's an activity that we do together when he's able, when he's home um, from school. And it's, it's an absolute pleasure, Mm. you know, at 54, to be able to go to the gym with him and he's doing his thing and I'm doing mine. And sometimes we help each other. Sometimes we do challenges together. Yeah. Um, super, super motivating. You talk about um, that. It's important to invest in your personal training. And so, um, I mean, I could already see you just talking to you why that would be beneficial, but what do you want to say about that? why it's important to invest in personal training? I think it's important because um, a personal trainer can not only work with you and teach you new skills, um, but I think also sees a potential in you that you don't. And can push you past what you think you can do. 100%. Two more strokes. They will. That's it. (laughs) That's it. They will. They will. They can see it. I see it in my clients what they don't see. Mm. And so I, I really love to sort of bring that out in people. And I, I've been working with somebody for a little over a year now and her transformation with personal training has been amazing. And she was someone who did not have just healthy habits and, and didn't, and was 30 pounds overweight and working with her one-on-one now, I am so proud of her. And I tell her every time we work together, she's the picture of health and she took, You know, it wasn't one of these, hey, you know, drop weight quick things. She took the time and invested the time in proper nutrition and working one-on-one with a personal trainer. And she's transformed. She has had a transformation that will be lifelong, life-lasting. She's never going to go back to the person she was because now it's habits Okay. Now it's a lifestyle. F sure. Yeah. And so those are the things I saw in her right from the beginning. Like, you know what? You can do this and I will help you do this. And uh, I love, I absolutely love to help people be their best, whatever that is. That's I'm so, (laughs) yeah, I'm so passionate about it. Really. Yeah. Mm, that's awesome. Can you help people online or are you just in person? Oh, yes. 
Okay. I so actually have, well, my, nutri- okay. my nutrition coaching is all virtual uh, and I train people online and I do have um, clients who prefer virtual training versus coming to the gym for whatever reason. So yes, absolutely. You know what? I think that's kind of been a positive thing of COVID. If we can, you know, look to some positives, look at all the things we were able to accomplish virtually. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I really never thought about virtual training until COVID. Right. And now it's sort of like, of course. Yeah. Why not? It's It's an untapped resource. So absolutely. Okay. I didn't know if you had to be with them. At the gym, watching no. them. Okay. All right. That's no. cool. So that no. opens up a lot more people who could contact you then. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, so here's a question for you. So this is something you found basically in in midlife. This is where yeah. you're turning around, you're doing something completely different, and you're exploring something that has become like almost like your religion. You know, it's like your, yes. like your total it's passion. It's my church. Yeah. <laughs> And then a lot of people in midlife will find something else. It might be spirituality or something, but they mm-hmm. they find something. Do you find among your friends, if you have other friends your age, do you find that that is a thing where they just become, it's a time to kind of shed who you were before. Like I wasn't athletic. I wasn't, I wasn't coordinated. I didn't care about that. And now to reinvent themselves. Are you finding that with your yes. friends, like especially even with fitness, that that's a thing that they all of a sudden embrace that and become that new person? Yes, I am. Yeah. I think I've, I'm i finding that all of a sudden now people my age and older are like, wow, this is, the kids are grown and I'm at a certain point Yeah, <laughs> with my career and I need to, I need to start paying more attention now to myself, you know? So I'm definitely finding this with people my age and, and, and older. Um, as a matter of fact, I think one of the issues when like for for speaking for myself, when I was younger, I was so engrossed in day-to-day life with being a working mom that I, that's when I was at the bottom of that, of that to-do list. I was putting myself at the bottom because I was so engrossed in everything else. And as I aged, I started to realize this is upside down. And as I, as I got older, I started to realize like I need to be doing more for myself. I'm, 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 I'm burning the candle at both ends and I'm not building in time for my health. And um, I'm finding people my age are also of that mindset that now they really want to do that. Yeah. But I would love for women younger who are even more frazzled because they are in the thick of it to, you know, try to make that time. And I know it's harder. It can be harder when you're new in your career and you're so absorbed with your career or you're trying to raise little ones and you know, um, just can't find but the obviously they need it too. Yeah. And probably be better to start earlier anyway. Right. Yeah. Invest in your health sooner anyway. Absolutely. Oh, so what's on the horizon for you in the next five years or so? Well, um, you know, I'm going to retire in June of 22. Mm-hmm. I'm going to 
go full throttle with my nutrition and um, fitness. And I'm hoping to reach more people. I'm, you know, I just launched my website, um, started to talk a little bit about my journey, you know, in, in ways such as this. So I really just hope to continue to reach more people and, and expand because I absolutely love to help people with their fitness and and, and nutrition. So on the horizon is just to keep on doing more of this because I find it to be the, the best job in the world. It is so fulfilling. Um, so we'll see, we'll see, Yeah, you know, where my path leads, but I'm really hoping to, to expand what I'm doing. Cause I know there's so many people out there that need the help. Yeah. I wish you all the best in that. And you're very Thank inspiring you. and you're very motivational. I'm already thinking like my son, I think he mentioned weight. So <laughs> we need to go get that set up today. <laughs> so yes. for the bonding experience, that would be really good because it's tough when your kids are teenagers to try and find a way to connect oh, with yes. them. So if, if that'll do it, yeah, you know, as a parent, you're like, go oh, sign me up. That sounds great. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Where can people find you? On Instagram, I am at Carol Soder Fit. Okay, and Soder is spelled S O D R. Yeah, and, and Carol, Carol is C A R O L E. Okay, right. So Carol Soder Fit. Carol Soder mm-hmm. On Facebook, um, it's Carol Mazzarini Soder. Mazzarini is my uh, maiden name. Okay, I'll have I will have the links to all of these in the show notes, by That's- the way, so people can just click on them. Great. And then I did send you a link. I just launched my website and I sent you that. Yeah. So, so I have a, that's, 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 that's Carol Soder fit and that's my nutrition. Okay. Um, that's your nutrition. Yeah. So um, that's where they can find me or my Gmail is Carol Soder fit at Gmail. And you know, the beauty of what I do is that I really can connect with people anywhere. So I, some of my clients live, you know, down south, across the country, out west. Um, yeah. So they don't have to be local to me, which okay. is cool. Yeah, that is cool. All right. Yeah, because I think I think you sound great. You sound like you're a perfect person to talk to about getting. Yay! Thank you so and, much. You're know, motivated <laughs> to take care of yourself. So I do want to thank you for your time today, Carol. And I thank know you. Three-hour time difference. It's dinner time for you. So I really appreciate yes. you coming on and talk to us. And we will get it's this out. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so much. So thanks for those of you who've been listening, this is Carol Soder and she is a nutrition coach and a fitness coach and she can help you with all that stuff. So I'll have the information in the show notes where you can find her and thank you so much for listening and thanks for your time, Carol. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Pivot and Thrive. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you know anybody who you think would be a great subject for this podcast, please have them contact me. They can go to my website, retirementpurposecoach.com. And at the bottom of that front page, there is a contact section and they can just reach me right there. I'd love to hear from them. I am a certified retirement coach. So if you need any help from me with your retirement so that you have your own success story, you can contact me there as well. I'd like to thank Bokuwa and Wizzy2K for the use of their song, Will You Stay With Me? I have the link to that song in the show notes. 
Have an excellent rest of your day, whatever it is that you're doing. I hope it's purposeful. You'll enjoy your life so much better if that's your focus. Bye for now. Bye for now.